Therefore, the all-whites coach says his side was unlucky to come away without a win over Ireland in Dublin this morning. The teams drew one all, and while New Zealand pushed for a late winner, they were unable to snatch the victory. With me is sports reporter Jonty Dine. So, unlucky for them, do you reckon, Jonty? It was a bit, yeah. I mean, a brave effort from the side, but ultimately they, they couldn't find that match winner despite dominating much of the second half. Ireland, they looked much stronger early on, and they scored in the 29th minute through Adam Eder to take the lead but that sort of clicked the Kiwis into gear and they looked the far better side heading into the sheds. They then drew level when Matt Garbett scored in the 59th minute and they had plenty of chances to score again but just couldn't quite find the back of the net, unfortunately. So definitely a well-deserved draw. And uh, But as you mentioned, Coach Darren Beasley, he said they were probably a bit unlucky not to win it. Ireland ranked 58th in the world. They're 45 places higher than New Zealand. So it was certainly a massive challenge, as Beasley said. We want to play at a high tempo. We want to be super aggressive and brave in possession and you know, play with courage. And we're good enough to do that. We've got energy, we're young. We're getting close, we're taking steps forward. It's, it's a big challenge coming somewhere like this against a you know, well-coached good team is, is a big challenge. You know, Away from home in a big crowd, nice stadium. And that's difficult, but I thought today the boys really stepped up. So that's the year done for the All Whites. It was the seventh and last game for 2023. So they finished with a record of one win, three draws and three losses. All right, another sport has banned transgender athletes. Tell us more, Jonty. They have, yes. So it is cricket. It's the latest sport to do so. Now, this is a decision by the ICC that any player who has gone through male puberty will not be eligible for women's internationals, regardless of surgery or any treatment undertaken. So this was a nine-month process to come to this decision, and it was made based on, and I'm quoting here, the protection of and the integrity of the women's game, safety, fairness and inclusion. So it was only in September that Canada's Danielle McGahey became the first transgender cricketer to play an international game, and she's now been told that her career is over. She released a statement saying she was kept in the loop at all points, but it's still been a, a real challenge to process. She said it's incredibly disappointing, particularly when you consider the implication on young transgender women. Of course, this is not the first sporting body to do so. Uh, other sports include athletics, swimming, Cycling, rugby and league, they've all banned transgender athletes. Uh, boxing, meanwhile, they said they're intending to establish an open category. Uh, in community sport in New Zealand, there are guidelines which allow transgender athletes to participate um, in the agenda they identify with without having to prove it. Um, but this, this is obviously a very controversial subject, and as it's a relatively new phenomenon, uh, one sports scientist told the BBC that they're probably about 20 years at least away from having the relevant data and case studies. Um, uh, so the debate is likely to go on. Thank you, Jonty. That is our sports reporter, Jonty Dine there. Passengers in the capital are still dealing with the flow on